Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode six of our Educate, Train, Inspire podcast. This is Joe Benny. I'm alongside my brother, Robert Benny. And in this episode, we're going to be going over the day in the life of a professional baseball player. So basically what we did um, day in and day out, our routines, you know, from waking up in the morning to getting coffee, you know, the drive to the stadium, everything we did to get our mind right to play at seven o'clock at night. Um, I know for me, I was very strict on routine. I know, Robert, that's one thing when you got drafted, you asked me about right away was routine and what worked for me. And um, I think every baseball player out there, um, their days are pretty much the same. Yeah, I mean, I didn't really know what I was getting into when I did first get drafted. So I did ask Joe, you know, what should I be doing? Because honestly, you can't just go and wake up and go to the field. You have have to have a routine, like, you know, wake up. What do you want to do for breakfast, lunch, you know? What time you want to get to the field? Do you want to do extra work pregame? So, I mean, it was like a whole day. You really had to schedule out your day because – you don't didn't want to have waste of time or you know get caught laying around all day and you know then it leads into like pregame routine and all that stuff. So uh, I'll start with you, Joe. What did you? How did you start your day? So I'll go based off my my time in 2016 with the Stockton Ports because um, I was able to get onto a really good routine there. Having my car, having my wife Maya with me. Um, we had our dog Oakland with us, so I was able to really get into a set routine. So I'll go over my routine during a home during a home game because away games um you know when you're on the road your routines are 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 very are are very disturbed and um disrupted just because you're at a hotel you have to walk everywhere you got to find food um you get to the stadium a lot later than you normally do on a home game so like my routine on a away game kind of was different based off based off circumstances, but, but it was kind of fun though. Sometimes being away, if you're in a good area, to be oh. able to you know do what you want, kind of. No, I mean, you're kind of a lot more laid back when you're on the road. I feel like. No, absolutely no. Believe me, getting, going on the road is awesome. I mean, especially like in the Texas League and Double A. You know, when we went to San Antonio to play the missions, the Double A affiliate at the time for the San Diego Padres. I believe they're a Triple A affiliate now, but we um we went to this, um the the Riverwalk, you know, in High A with Stockton. We went to Rancho. Cucamonga, and that's like 25 minutes outside of LA, so you're able to go into the t- into the city and uh, you know have a good time. But um, like you said, it it different, it diff- it, you know, it's different. If you went to a beautiful area, you know, it's a lot of fun to be on the road. But I think everybody likes being home. Yeah, I mean, you know, being in front of your home crowds, everything's a lot more uh, I mean, comfortable. At least you have an idea and accessible, and yeah, accessible. You know, I you agree. you get to, you get to use your cages more longer. Um, you have your training room, you have your own locker. Transport's easy. Transport's easy. Around town a lot easier than Uber. Or like oh, yeah, you get, get on to routine. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot more comfortable. So for me, so when I played for Stockton, um, that was probably my, my 2016 was probably my best year as a professional baseball player. I hit over 300, um, hit, I think, 15 home runs. Um, the time I was promoted to double A was leading the Texas League and, I mean, California League, excuse me, California League and um, RBIs, doubles. I think I was top three in hits, top three in average, top five in home runs. So I was having a very good season. And I, and I credit a lot of that to my routine. So let's just go through a normal routine on you know, a 7 o'clock game. Um, first thing I do, obviously, is wake up. You know, um, Usually I will wake up around 9 o'clock because, I mean, 7 o'clock game probably ends at 10.30. Time you get showered, you eat. You get to your car, it's probably like 11.30, time you get home, it's probably around midnight, time you get settled down, talk to your wife, talk, you know, maybe even watch a little bit of a movie, it's 1, 1.30 in the morning. So I tried, I tried, not, I tried, did my best to sleep until 9 o'clock. Um, so I, I would sleep until 9 o'clock and then my wife and I would wake up and the first thing I would do is make coffee. I'm a big coffee drinker, so 
whether I went to Starbucks um, or I made my own coffee at home, I would have my cup of coffee. I'd talk to Maya kind of about my day, you know, what's going on, who we're playing, who we're facing on the mound, try to get my mind right. I like I like I like bringing up baseball right in the morning because I wanted to get my mind focused on the game. Um, everything I do um, throughout that day is to get me ready for seven o'clock. I want to be ready for that first pitch, and I want to be ready to do um, to play great. So I was t- I would just talk, you know, try to brainstorm like my my plan that day. Um, we'd go on a walk with my dog Oakland. Um, we'd walk around for probably about thirty minutes. That's that that was my and I's time. We we got to talk. Um, it wasn't always about baseball, but it was just good for you know just a breath of fresh air. Basically, my is my best friend and. We all just talk about everything, walk with our dog. It was we, we lived in a beautiful neighborhood in California, Lodi. We lived in Lodi, about 25 minutes from the stadium in Stockton. And it was just a beautiful area. We loved it. So we'd walk around for a little bit, get home probably like around 10 o'clock. And then from there, I would just kind of relax. I, I wouldn't do I wouldn't do too much. Um, I'd probably I'd probably watch some YouTube videos because I love watching big league hitters oh hit. God, I'm obsessed. As a kid, you used to always watch. You'd come in my room all the time. Uh, and Charles at home and show me all these videos of kids, uh, professional baseball players hitting, even some college guys at the time too. And you, I mean, you were always obsessed with the game. And that's not a surprise. You kept doing it in a uh, pro ball. No, no, I was obsessed with it. I would just watch. I would check player stats from the night before. I would check some of my best friend's stats, you know, who were playing at different levels. I would, I would FaceTime my parents. I probably killed, I probably killed time for like an hour and a half. Um, then around 1130, I'd get dressed and my wife and I would go out to lunch, whether, I mean, in Lodi, there's a Panera and a Dickies barbecue. We'd go to that like basically every day. Um, either one, we fell in love with those lemon drop cookies at Panera. They were freaking, they were freaking amazing. <coughs> um, so we'd have lunch and that was once again our time. Like I tried dedicating a lot of my time in the morning and early afternoon to Maya because once I get to the stadium, I don't see her until 1130 at night, 12 o'clock at night. And she comes to games and everything, but I don't get to talk to her. Um, so we'd we'd have lunch together and then we'd drive over to the stadium together. We only had one car, so every day she had to come to the stadium with me so she can drive the car back and have it with her throughout the day. Um and the one my song of the summer was El Chapo. I forget who it's by, but it's El Chapo. Um I listened to that song every day on the way to on the way to the stadium, um, on repeat basically. Just El Chapo, El Chapo, El Chapo. YouTube it. Don't have your kids read uh, YouTube it though because it's a little dirty. But um, I listened to that song the whole way to the stadium. Get to the stadium. I usually, I was always the first one in the stadium. I made it. I made it a point. I would get there. Normally, people would get there around one thirty. I would do my best to get there around twelve thirty one. I don't know why. I always got anxiety if I wasn't the first one there or if I wasn't overly on time. I would actually get there more times than not before my manager or my hitting coach. I just liked getting there. I liked getting my stuff on. I liked getting my day ready. I, I wanted to see the scouting report. I wanted to stretch. I wanted to lift. I needed. I wanted to do whatever I could do. It's also nice not having to rush and, you know, you can take your time getting ready, you know, getting your routine, I mean, at the field routine and just getting prepared for the game, get your mind right. So, I mean, it's, I mean, I'm starting to learn that now. It's nice to start your day as early as possible just so you, you know, everything doesn't feel rushed, you know. I hate being rushed now, uh, nowadays. So, I mean, it just, I can definitely see why you, you like to do that. No, 100%. And when you're a professional baseball player, your home locker room is basically your second home. So I love being in my locker. I would check some, occasionally get some fan mail. So I would check the fan mail. Um, I would just go through my, I would just go through my, my, my list for the day. I would check with my trainers to see, you know, get any treatment I needed. You know, I had, I had a lot of calf issues. Um, I pulled my calf a lot. Um, so I would always get, I would always get that rolled out. I would always go in the hot tub. My big thing was going into the hot tub to get my body loose. 
and then I went through my warm-up routine. Um, so like I would get, like I said, I get there around 12:31, get changed into my warm-up gear, which was just our team issued shorts, our team issued um, batting practice shirt, um, and I would get treated by the trainer. I would go through my warm-up routine. Oh, I'd go in the hot tub, get treated by the trainer, go through my warm-up routine. And if I had a lift that day, we would have to lift three times a week, two, three times a week. So if I had a lift, I would meet up with my strength coach, and um, we'd go through my routine. And then around, I would try to get all that stuff done around by 1.32, because normally when you're home, when you're at home, you'd normally take BP around 4 o'clock. So um, I loved, I always signed up for early work. I like doing early work, whether it's defensively or offensively. The more work to me, the better. I want to be super prepared. So like around 2 o'clock, I would take like a 30-minute break, and I would usually eat my, um, like my secondary lunch kind of deal, whatever they had at the, the stadium or the locker room. I would just eat a little bit. And then I would go into the cages. And my... Um, my routine in the cages wasn't wasn't extensive. I mean, it was probably 50 swings, but it was a very detailed routine. I probably did probably did eight different steps in my 50 swings. Um, you know, I, I had different drills that really got me going, got me feeling right, depending on what I did the night before, depending on what I did the past week or who I'm facing. Kind of dictated maybe an extra drill or two I did. Um, I wasn't a big machine guy. A lot of guys in pro ball love the machine. I hate the machine. Yeah, I that hate was the machine. Terrible. I had the machine no matter what stage. I remember in college ball, I struggled to yeah. make contact first like day I did it. <laughs> That's how I am. That's how I am. And anyone that gets lessons from me or knows me when I bring up hitting, I'm a big timing guy. I want to feel my body in rhythm with the pitcher. I want to. I want to understand. I want to know where my body's doing. So the pitching machine and I never got along. So I just never could just. I, I just couldn't time it up. But then um, I probably do that for like 40 minutes. Um, because so I just took my time in between every swing. You know, I listened to music. I got into the, I got into rhythm. Then three o'clock would usually start early work. If I had early work that day, um, I would go do that for like forty-five minutes. Then I'd come in at around three forty-five, change into our BP attire, which is once again team issue shorts. Or if we had to wear pants that day, we'd wear pants, which was with the A's you rarely ever had to. BP top, and then my five hundred gloves because I played every position, so I had to bring all my gloves down because <laughs> when you're not hitting, you're in the field and you got you got whether if I'm in the outfield that day, um, I would use my outfield glove. If I was in the infield, I got my ground balls. Depending on what infield position I was, I had a third base glove, a second base glove, a first base glove, um, and uh, so I would do that. You know, if I had a day off, I wasn't in the lineup. I mean, but 2016, I basically played 100. I think I played in. I think I only had like five off days the whole year in 140 games. So I wasn't likely, but if I had a day off, I would kind of take it easy during BP to get my body to rest because usually if I didn't play, it was the manager's day to give me a day off, my manager's decision to give me a day off. Um, but um, usually I played, so I would I would get as many reps as I can defensively because defense speaks and I played so many positions, so getting reps was was mandatory. Um, then you, you take your round of BP, and uh, usually get in pro ball, you get four or five rounds depending on how much time you have. Um and I, I, I always had a strict routine. I liked going the other way as much as possible. Um, that was just my game, up the middle to the right side. And um, I didn't try to put on a show in BP. I mean, I can hit I can hit the ball out on call in BP. Most pro players can. But my goal was to feel the barrel through the zone, be on time, um, make sure I'm driving the ball into the outfield, into the gaps. I don't want ground balls. I mean, I'll say that a million times over. You do not want ground balls. Nope. Um, I still can't believe people coach that, but you do not want ground balls. Um and I, I just feel BP. Some days I took all four or five rounds. Some days I took two rounds and called it a day. It kind of depends on how you feel, um, especially if I did early work that day and took, you know, did my pre my um, my routine in the cages. I mean, at that point, I probably already had a hundred swings, so I probably limited to one or two rounds. Yeah, it's all about how you 
you know, what gets you ready, you know, how you feel. I mean, if you feel good after a couple rounds or, you know, whatever it takes, I mean, that's all it's all about. I mean, everyone has a different tea routine and all that stuff. I mean, there's no certain drills you have to do to get ready for the game. It's just like whatever makes your body feel good, makes you feel uh, confident and comfortable. I mean, that's all, that's all it is. No, 100%. And the beautiful thing about being at home is you get done with BP first. So we would usually get done with BP around 4.45, 5 o'clock the latest. Maybe if we had conditioning but yeah. after a stretch, we'd get done at 5. But um, 4.45, 5 o'clock, you were done with BP. So you get to go in the locker room, and you, you don't have to be out there at the game 7.05 usually. You don't have to be out on the line to stretch until 6.50, 6.55. So, I mean, you have an hour, almost two hours to kind of just relax, get your mind right. Um, usually the first thing I would do, when I got um, done with BP, I would go in the shower. Uh, I would take a cold shower just because you're usually in California. You're sweating your butt off from the heat. So I'd take a cold shower. I would get changed into some, like, lounge clothes. Just, you know, I, I usually, you know, just another pair of a shorts, a shirt. I'd get some food. I'd eat. And then um, I was a big card player, big, big card player. Pluck. Um, what else did we play? 13. Mostly pluck though. Um, Seth Brown and I were always partners. Um, we play. I play cards probably like literally an hour, hour and twenty minutes. I play cards for a while, and um, the cool thing is when Ricky Henderson would come into town, he would always play cards against us, and he was a big cheater. But we'll get into that another day. Um, we pl- I play cards. I wasn't a big ping pong player. They had ping pong table in Stockton. Um, I didn't play ping pong. Then after an hour, ten hour and twenty minutes, um, around six fifteen. I liked getting ready. I liked getting put into the uniform. I start. I start my routine. Um, I had to have calf sleeves on each calf underneath my socks, so I'd get that first, and then I would go into the training room again, get stretched out, rolled out, um, put wrist tape on, and then get my uniform going. Um, get my uniform on. I liked going out. To, I liked going out. Um, usually, guys show um, get to the dugout down the line to stretch around like six fifty-five, like about five ten minutes before before you have to go out to the field. I mean, before the first pitch. I usually like to get there around 6.40, like 25 minutes before because I was a big pine tar guy because I only used one batting glove. So I'd freshly pine tar my bats. Um, I'd sign autographs. I always like to make time to sign autographs. I just think that was something so cool and something I never took for granted just because, I mean, people wanted my autograph, like my signature. Yeah, I mean, we're at the age once where we're going to professional games. I mean, there's a couple of minor league stadiums by us when we grew up. So that's for autographs, and you always want to take the time out for the fans that support you and, you know, cheer for you to, you know, make your day by simply signing your name. So No, absolutely. I, I always want to make sure. That's why I got down there 25 minutes early. I wanted to sign autographs for 5, 10 minutes. Um, I just thought it was a very cool part of the job and something, like I said, I never took for granted, and I would sign every autograph I could. Um, usually toss a couple balls out there, too. Um, to some fans. Um, then my big my big routine, but especially at home games, is I was always I would always meet up with Maya on the on deck circle in the home dugout. She'd come down to the net, and I would just talk to her for a couple minutes. You know, I liked making sure she would got she got there safely. So we'd talk a little bit. There's actually a picture on my Instagram of someone took of us like talking as part of my pregame routine. Had to do it to feel comfortable. And then I like I said I'd freshly pine tar my bats. Um, you know, Rob, because I gave you a bunch of my bats throughout the years, how pined hard up they yeah, were. That's insane. Um, I, like I said, I wore one batting glove. It was one, That was a superstitious thing. Um, I was definitely very superstitious. I wasn't little-stitious. I was superstitious. Mm-hmm. So a lot of things went from the calf sleeves to wearing my pants high to one batting glove to taping my bat. Um, whatever worked, I don't care. It's baseball. It's hard enough. I'm doing it. Um, then I would stretch, and then it's game time. I mean, I didn't have any special handshakes. Um I was a hugger, honestly. I was a handshake. I would hug. I would hug Richie Martin. I'd hug Seth Brown. Um, 
and then we kind of just you you play the game and whatever happens happens i didn't have really any routines in the game um at that point i just kind of lock in and play the play the ball game um i guess maybe my one routine once again was looking at maya before i went to bat like once the guy in front of me got out i would i did a little prayer um for my grandfather and then i would look back at maya and then walk up to play and that was just more of a way to clear my mind more than a routine it was just a clear clearing my mind type thing i'll listen to my walk-up music which is usually drake or bruno mars yeah um and then i, I played ball i mean that was my day and i i loved it it was a 10 12 10 to 12 hour day depending but i mean it, it goes by so fast and i look back now and i would do it all over again 150 times a year yeah i mean and with with your whole routine here now i mean this is your routine i mean every single player no matter what sport you do baseball whatever everyone has a different routine it's all about comfortability you know what gets you your mind right and you know i mean it could be very basic and be very complex i mean like superstition is all about because people do it just because it makes them feel comfortable makes them feel good you know it makes them feel ready to do something so i mean there's no i mean i think it it's important to get it as an early age i wish i started developing a routine kind of earlier than i did i think it would have helped me uh, in my college and professional career but i mean it's all about you know do, doing what's comfortable for you you know not pressing not you know trying to do too much just you know going out there enjoying what you do no 100 like you said routines everything i mean i was so strict on my routine to the point like my wife knew when to text me when not to text me she knew when i was showering when i wasn't showering it was actually a joke with her and i like she knew exactly when i would be showering <laughs> just because i was so on point with my time and exactly what I did. Um, I refuse to take in it. It sounds a little bit of a a hole ish type move, but like I wouldn't take, I wouldn't do interviews at certain times of, in my day. Just like if it was, if it was before BP, I wouldn't do it. It had to be a certain time after BP. Like it was just, it had to fit into my schedule just because I'm not going to get thrown off on what I'm trying to do. Cause my job, I'm getting paid to go out there and perform. My job is to get promoted. My job's you know, to do my best out on the field. And if doing it five minute interviews and throw me off my routine, I wasn't going to do it. Um, and that's how a lot of pro players are. I think a lot of players get a bad reputation or they're talking to the media negatively when they refuse to do certain things. But a lot of the time it's because of a routine and you know what they want to do and what they're focused on. I mean, baseball is a game that demands so much of you mentally and physically because it's such a long season. And uh, what's, what made the year go by fast for me and what made it, what made the, the hard times easier and easier to come out of is because I had such a strict routine. I knew what my body responded to. I knew what my mind responded to. I knew how to get me back on track. I knew, I knew it all. I knew my, I knew me better than anyone else did. And, uh, I think that's what led to a monster 2016 season for me and really kind of, um, made my career take off, um, getting promoted to the double A winning championships and becoming a prospect just because that routine was everything. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and that's a hard thing in college because college athletes don't have a don't have time to become to get a routine because yeah. you're taking classes. Classes. I mean, you go on the fields certain times. I mean, everything's kind of rushed in college a little bit. And certain levels of pro <laughs> ball too, like in Arizona rookie league, you don't have time to get on a routine. Your routine's dictated for you. Yeah, because you have like practice before yeah. the game. I mean, Vermont and low and uh, um, short season A, you don't have a lot of time to get on routine. Mm -hmm. It's very it's very it's very rushed. Um, and then yeah. when you're in low A or high A, you're kind of learning the routine. I mean, I was fortunate enough where I played at every level so much that by the time I got to high A that I knew I understood what it took. Then at double A, I mean, I remember when I was in the double A locker room, it's almost like guys only speak to each other for like 20 minutes out of the day because everybody's 
in their routine. Everybody's doing things. Like it was so so to the point in Double A that I knew when Richie would be in the hot tub. I know when this guy was in the training room. I knew when this guy was taking one of the cages. I knew when this guy was lifting. I knew when this guy was running. Like because everybody has such a strict routine, and that's the beautiful thing about baseball. Everyone's a creature of habit. And uh, you know when we were winning in Double A, I mean our our cook and our clubby would make the same things on Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays because you you just don't mess good things up and. That's the beautiful thing about baseball. I think, honestly, baseball players are the most unique athletes in the world just because their routines, their superstitions, you know, what gets you mentally right is just, it's like someone's DNA. It's just completely different than anyone else's. For such a long period of time, you almost got to get obsessed with the routine and just got to get obsessed with the daily, you know, things that get you ready for the game. Just because, I mean, play games after games after games, your mind has to be right in order to produce on the field and obviously at that stage of playing pro ball you're getting paid to play i mean you need to perform if you want to keep playing so 100 and i mean let's be real if i woke up thinking to myself damn i gotta face Garrett cole and that's all i was obsessed with all day i probably wouldn't go into the game too hot you almost yeah. gotta be so crazy to the point you get your mind off facing someone so nasty yeah. <laughs> um but no that's that's the, that's the day of the life of a pro baseball player i mean like i said a lot of people think you players show up at six o'clock put on their uniform and play at seven um, it's so much different. That's the, and that's the grueling part of the season. It's players don't get exhausted from the three hours of the game. The game you don't. The game is fun. That, that's what we look forward to all day. Is the game you want the game? If all, all you have to do is play the game, we call we call them show and goes yeah. in pro ball. You know, when you just showed up to the stadium, you know, ate breakfast because usually it was a, like an afternoon game. When you just show and goes, where you just eat breakfast, put your uniform on, and play the game. We lived for those because those were easy days. Yeah, the grind of the day was doing the early work, lifting, getting your work in the training room, doing your hitting routine, doing all that five hours of work before the game even was even close to starting, before the fans even, you know, picked their tickets up from their counter and started driving to the game. You know, we, we put five hours of work in. But, um, so, yes, that's the life of a professional baseball player, a day in the professional baseball player. Um, like always, we appreciate the support, and please comment. Um, any topics you'd like us to, to discuss, please share, please like the page, um, please subscribe to us, and uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Yeah, bye guys.